Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. We starting? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Lori Kilmartin. Hi, Lori Kilmartin. I'm Jackie Gation. We're, we're at the stand again. We're Kyle-less. So we are, yes. This will have a different dynamic. We're at the stand in New York City. We're listening to some fat beats. Yeah, there's some fat beats playing behind us. And this will be for the entire podcast, so we hope uh, it doesn't bother you too badly. And others. And people who hate me. <laughs> we're uh, people we're who in a high-traffic area right We are now. in a very high-traffic area, but I didn't want to sit on the street like we did last yeah, time. Yeah, that was very uncomfortable. It was. I still remember it. Right. That my body remembers that <laughs> discomfort, and when I walk down the stairs, exactly. it Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you have five sets tonight. I have five tonight. Yep. And I've done three. I have two more. I have one. that It's 1030 now. I'll do an 11 o'clock and then, uh, then a 1230. So we're going to do half of this. I'll go out, bang out a couple minutes to come back and do the right. second half of our podcast. And I did two sets over at New York Comedy Club, and they were 15-minute sets, and they paid money. Yeah. They paid a uh, And if I did five sets, that would be a living wage. Basically, yeah. I yeah. Mean, the, I, could, I could have a roommate. I think the... If I did it every week. The last set tonight is $50, but the others okay. are like 75 ish And then, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, think of the, the uh, people to do like 10 on Friday and Saturday. 10 sets? Yeah. yeah. 10 each. You could do 10 in a night. If you wanted if, to if work you, your ass If you were in with all the clubs. Yeah, you're, you need to be in with like four clubs. Right. And really figure it out. So let's say if you're in, you could do eight. Recently, you can do eight if you start early. Okay, and really where? Where could you do it? I mean, well, if you have four tonight here right. at the stand. Um, I, could, I definitely had time to, if, if I had gotten booked, I could have done two other clubs in the interim that are nearby what are here. The, what are the nearby clubs here? New York Comedy Club. Right. And the Eastside Comedy Club. Oh, that Eastside comedy. I mean, club. it's it's hard. It's a hard thing to choreograph. You yeah, know, it's really tricky. So it's not. It's tough to do. But right. I'm just saying, like, and there's comics that work. The cellar. I think the cellar has three rooms now. That's right. And if you're doing, you know, if and they're, they're all in the if same. If they're doing four shows, so that's twelve shows per night for the cellar. And if you're doing all sets on all of them where you're just running back and forth almost like they do at a Hermosa Beach where you go back and forth between the two rooms. Yeah. Then that's 1200 for the weekend, right? If I, I think they might pay more than 100 a set. I'm just saying like, you know, right. well, I New mean, York City's a different situation on the weekend. Right. You could really make some decent money. Right, but even if you're doing five sets and they each pay... Uh, 75 bucks. Yes. And that's, I mean, and that's just the weekends, right? Like during the week, what do they pay? Like 40 like or 50 or no, 20? 20. Okay. 20, 25 at okay. the most. Yeah. So the weekends are, the weeknights, like cab fare will eat up a lot of your, whatever you're going to make. Oh, right, right. Weeknights right. are great. You won't lose money on weeknights if you're doing paid spots in a club because you'll get like 20, 30, or, you know, 20 or 40 or 60 if you do three spots and okay. run around in cabs to get there. Right. Like but tonight, on the weekends, you can, you know, accrue a little pile of cash. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could, that, it's just amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, the comics that I talk to from here who are like, so they don't pay at all in LA? I, I and you're like, well, no. <laughs> like, Hot Tub will give you 20 bucks. But yeah. it's almost impossible to get in on hot tub. Yeah, 
because yeah. there's only five comics. Yeah. And it's usually people who don't need 20 bucks. Yeah. Yes. And right, right, that's right. unfortunate. Right. And then, but the improv, you know, it's free valet, even though then you got to tip everybody. But, um, yeah, you t- they pay like seven to eight dollars. <laughs> right. It's usually eight or 15 bucks. Right, uh, right, right. It might be 25 on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's not great. It's, it choice. Like it's their it's a choice. different world. Yeah, yeah. It's a very different world. And it feels arbitrary. Yes, yeah. it does. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. Does the uh, comedy store pay on the weekends? What? Does the comedy store pay on the weekends? I think so, but they I don't pay. know. You know, I. You um, know, funny money or actual money? Oh, God. You know, like, is it. Because if they're they're sold out, they their their weekends are packed. Oh right, right, I right. I hope they would pay. So, I had a hard first set. Yeah, just ridiculous. Where, as a matter of fact, the political stuff didn't even go the second set. I'm practicing for the two dope queens. Right. And the first five minutes is political. Yeah. And the audience is. It's been killing. For the last six weeks, I've been working on that five. Oh God, it's and such a bad feeling. It's such a bad feeling because the second show went slightly better. Yeah. Well, still not, still not hitting on all okay. cylinders. It's a like, Saturday night in Manhattan. Yeah. This is these aren't the smart these are not the two dope queens com- audience. No, it's it's, it's people that want to do something on Saturday night, so they go to comedy. There's some comedy fans mixed in it, but there's people that are like. Coming to this, I go to a movie. Right. You know, like tourists, so they're not, so they're, or they're, they're just not regular. comedy fans necessarily. Right. And so I always, I feel like Grain I, of salt. I do a little bit of uh, stuff. I would, I would rather be working on other material. You yeah. Know, while I'm here for this one night. Yeah. But when I was on stage there, actually at New York, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Saturday. I, right. I, I can't do all these, my little intricate, you know, kind of bits. Yeah, that I bailed re- so fast. Yeah. Like, I, I finished the five. Yeah. But I kind of rushed it a little bit, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And because some woman started talking to me in the front row, and I, I did a bit that I haven't really ever worked on. On the first set? Yeah. On the yeah, first set. The people, did you notice the people behind the railing were, like, extra loud when they were ordering things on, or talking? To stage right? Yes. The ones on the left were the ones I okay. didn't like. Anyway, <laughs> there were there were some people. Last night I was in uh, West Palm Lake, yeah, Palm Beach, the shadow of Mordor. It was some, just such bullshit. Um, Wait, what do you mean the shadow of Mordor? Well, Mar-a-Lago is yeah. in oh, West oh, Palm yeah. Beach. Oh Mo- yeah, Mordor is a bad yeah. place. Mordor is a bad place okay. in the Lord of the Rings. Okay, and then um, and then the. Uh, and I was opening for Maria at the improvs. Yeah. The Tampa Improv and then the West Palm Beach Improv. Yeah. And they're the new clubs. They're the new clubs that are too big. Even for why Maria. Why are people doing this? Well, we well why am I saying earlier. this? I should, yeah. yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't say it, except for that the improv doesn't book me. I mean, the, the improv in Hollywood me books neither. me. Yeah, that, that's a different but, situation. Right, but the they... Road, the road improvs are their own beast. and They're their own beast, and, and I, one time, I emailed... The woman who books it, and I said, I looked at your lineup. I have the same credits. I love it. I love it. Please give me a chance. And she put me in the Columbus Improv, which is actually, I think, in Cincinnati. I mean, it's like, it's in the next state over. It's a weird improv. And I couldn't fill it because it was 450. But it's, you know, 450. Come on. Well, the the two that we were in were both 650s with Maria. And Maria sold out the Tampa one, but did not sell out the West Palm Beach one. Wow. But it didn't matter. Yeah. Because maybe the West Palm Beach was bigger, but it, um, it was. 
if they were just real. a can't fill it, who can? That well, it was, but it had the same problem as this Manhattan thing. Yeah. Because last night in West Palm Beach, it was Friday night. It was yeah. a Friday night oh, right, at 7.30 right, right. show. And so there were some walk-ins. And Marie was like, just people are stumbling into a comedy show because right. it was available. Right, because right. it was available at a mall. Right. And uh, and then they're all of a sudden watching Maria Bamford do stand-up comedy. <laughs> and <laughs> for the prob- first time. I mean, I would say 60% of them were there yeah. for her. Yeah. And 30% were there because they stumbled in, and 10% didn't know where they were. Yeah. It was unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and there was some that's, riffing. That's just a generic thing with weekends. Is Yeah, you know, weekends are just harder. Yeah. Which is it's, why... It's mar- comedy tourists. You know, they're, yes. they're, maybe this is the first time they've ever seen a live comedy show. Versus Sunday through Thursday, you'll get people that go to comedy every week, and they're yes. very obsessed with it. And It's why I love Sundays and Thursdays. Yeah, Sundays, I feel like Sundays are casual day. Yeah, yes, and, yes. And you can definitely try after your big fr- your Saturday shows. Sure. Yep. So the woman talking to me first show was just like she started talking about how because I was trying to do the Terrigen Mist uh, perimenopause yeah. joke, right? And she said my mom was a bitch for ten years. Oh. And I said, do you think that was because of you? <laughs> And she was like, "No," and uh, and then That's I great. Did the audience laugh or did they? Yeah, they they okay, laughed. And she was she was slightly. And I and then and then I worked on this bit that I haven't done. You ever get that? Yeah. Where all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I forgot about that bit." That yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Because it, I never stuck the landing on it. It right, never right. had an end. Right, right. But it's a great bit about how we drive moms crazy. Yeah. And that's why moms are crazy, because moms are the only ones who care. I remember you talking remember, about this a while remember ago. Remember me trying to work on that? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. And it, it, there's so much. I mean, I think that there's something there. I just need to fucking end it. But now it's Can back. I give you a, a dark idea. Yeah. You kill two of your moms. That's how. That's how. <laughs> that's how hard I am on moms. <laughs> yes. It's uh, as I always said that my dad did it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's uh, he creates alcoholics. Um, <laughs> it's uh. Um, You're writing down. Uh, it was uh, why moms are crazy. Yes. Um, Might as well take notes in my notebook during the show. During uh, during the podcast. During of the podcast. Well, I don't want to forget. So, but we, uh, Maria and I did joke machine. Like we had to drive for four hours in between Tampa and West Palm. Wow. And we stopped at possibly the dumbest diner. It was called the Broadway Diner. Yeah. Nowhere near Broadway. Nowhere near Broadway. We're actually near Broadway, right? Right. They have a Sirius XM. You know, there's a Broadway channel, Sirius XM. They were listening to the 70s channel. Oh. Uh, she ordered a salad with a. Yes. This is fascinating. She ordered a salad with a scoop of tuna fish. Yeah. They were out of tuna fish. <laughs> I ordered a BLT with a side of fruit. They were out of fruit. <laughs> the BLT came. It was How the is size. Florida out of fruit. That's all they do is grow fruit. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have, not even, uh, not that I would want it, but they don't even have canned fruit. <laughs> they don't even have, like, a fruit cocktail in a can that they would have given me. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, they did not. It was one of the dumbest. So, I think it, I think the show in West, this is what I thought, because the staff was so nice at the West Palm Beach Improv. Yeah. They were amazing, quite yeah. honestly. I, I ended up really liking the manager and a couple of the the door guys, and, and the, the wait staff was super nice. Yeah. And so... Because staff is always the nicest. Yeah. And the poor bastards, you know, they have to deal with people. Oh, sure. And um, so I wish um, that we had been, we had done West or West Palm Beach first. Yeah, right. With Tampa, we were super well rested. 
and we got to wander around Tampa for a day. Ybor City, they have uh, loose chickens. Oh, neat. And roosters that are protected by the city. That reminds me of Diego Garcia. I did shows there during the first Gulf War. And Diego oh. Garcia is this little island in the Indian Ocean that's co-owned by, like, the U.S. military and the British military. Maybe some other ally. Okay. And um, but the British sort of took it over first. And they made a rule that you couldn't kill any of the wildlife. So everything walks free. It's really oh, a cool wow. place. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's hard. It's a hard gig to get because you have to be in the military to do it. And so we, like we were given temporary officer status. So it was yep. just like a department of defense tour, you know, yeah, yeah. those DOD yeah, it's, like, it's like those USO, uh, yeah. uh, armed forces entertainment. Yeah. Um, green room at the New York comedy club. Awesome. Which one? The green room at the New York Comedy Club. It's brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. And it's so silent. You shut the door, you can't hear anything. Oh, There's a live cute. show happening like yep. three feet away, and you're like in but a You could a have a tube. regular conversation yeah, and not yeah, feel nice. like an ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then they were also... Because uh, before it was just a bunch of sort of broken chairs. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's benches. And now there's benches. They I actually want to put lockers there so that I can put my stuff there and recreate Punchline finally. Because <laughs> that seems like the place to do it. You know, I never did see Punchline. <laughs> I saw the polka dot one with yeah. Julie Kavner, I think it was. Julie. Yeah, that's Punchline. Oh, no, no that's no, no. not. No, that's there a was different. A, the polka dot one was right. the polka dot one. Um, then, I okay, I left Harlem at 618. Okay. Right, because you, your first set, spot. 715 spot. Normally, in normal times, before the subway turned into a piece of shit, that would have been plenty of time I would have got here at 7, 7.05, have yeah. 10 minutes to relax and go over my set. And the train is so slow now. And as soon as I got on, it was like an A is train. Is it stalling, or is it it's just, literally It's poke, just poke, going like two, two, you know, uh, so like a mile an hour, and then it'll stop for no reason. But this is like... Because we've been, you know, reading about New York premises for Conan. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. So I'm sort of like immersed in New York news now. And um, it's just, it's a it's a terrible problem that's just been getting worse and worse. Like the L train is ridiculous. You can't get on the L train. It's so packed with people. Oh, right. There's um, a line or something, but the right? the A, there was a big fire on the A train like three months ago. And so they're still repairing. So it's just fucked up everything. Long story, longer. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get here till seven eighteen. It took me it took me over an hour. It took me like an hour and two minutes to get here, and I had to. I got off the train at thirty fourth Street at seven oh five. Yeah, that's like I'm going one forty fifth to thirty fourth Street. It took me like fifty minutes, and Whoa. then I got a cab over here, and yeah. I was just texting. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Away. But it, but I was like, I like a nice like I'm here for one yeah, day. Yeah, mellow. Right. I want to. I, I thought I gave myself plenty of time. Because you're over leaving here. tomorrow, right? Yeah. And I was just frantic, and I, I ran. I almost went immediately on stage because they were the host was just going along, waiting for me. Yeah, you know. Anyway. Oh my god, that's not sucks. what I wanted. I wanted no. a nice, uh, relaxing. I'd like to listen to my set on the way down and just sort of make notes. Yeah. Instead, the whole time I'm like, how come this fucking train isn't moving? And I'm right. stressing out. I'm trying to figure out different routes. And well, if I get off at 34th, you know, uh, can I take a cab over? Should I get off at 57th? No, that's you know too close to the park. 34th is right. more on the six. Sixth Avenue, but God dang, that is crazy. I landed at 1230. I took a cab to, I figured out in the last 120 days, I've stayed in a hotel 80 nights. Oh my God. That's brutal. That's, I am so tired. Yes. And I had 
the most absurd meltdown. Here's the good news. I snapped a little bit at the worker bees at yeah. the hotel. I'm yeah. staying in a boutique hotel yeah. in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, there was a, their, uh, like their, their do not disturb sign is just the word nope. Oh, no. I took a picture no. of it, and I said, that's what I feel about this fucking hotel right now. <laughs> nope. So, so I check in, and oh it's, I'm early check-in. It's only right. 1 o'clock. And right. I said, and I, I don't like to shower. I like to bathe. I think it's been established. Okay. Uh, me I and didn't the, know that about you. Me and the Japanese. Right. Uh, I can't, f- I, I don't so like, like to shower. I like a bathtub room. in my hotel room. Right. And, um, and so I... I said to the guy, is there a bathtub in my hotel room? He said, no, but if you can wait, they'll, I, I can get you one. And so I, I tipped him. I took myself to lunch. Uh, I come now, back. Did, were they buying a bathtub, or are they just going to get you a different well, room? Well, they in a different room, okay. hopefully. And so, because he said <laughs> so you, could have a, you can have a sh- uh, one of these rain shower showers. And I'm like, I don't, I would, I I don't want, want that anyway. That. I don't. Okay. Uh, and he, so I come back. He doesn't have it. I almost burst into tears in front of How him. How do you tip him? Yeah. Oh, my God. He what doesn't, do you mean he doesn't have it? He's like, uh, they're all booked. Well, what the fuck? And what happened? So, uh, I go and I, I go upstairs and Did, I, wait, ch- I check I'm my luggage. I'm obsessed with your tip money. Yeah. That's why you tipped him. Yeah. Did you get your tip money back? No. How much did you give him? 20 bucks. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, how could he keep it? Uh, well, I mean, the thing about when you give someone money, it's now their money. But I mean, in you, general, it's, you can, it's I a mean, contract. Of, of it's, uh, it's, you're going to give me good service. Except for that it isn't right. But there's no, you know, you don't get the tip back. You, t- you, it's, he's trying to ensure promptness. That's what it stands for, remember. Uh, so it oh. should stand for trying. I'm personally not very good at this. <laughs> I don't know what it would stand for if it were to stand for something else. <laughs> and um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so he could not, um, he couldn't do it, right? Yeah. And um, I would start so crying, if, especially if you're looking forward to it. I, right. I and I had checked my luggage. Yeah. So now, now it's it's three o'clock. I go up to the room. I don't have any luggage, so I can't even take a shower, and I have to be at this wedding mean? at five. You checked your luggage. What do you I mean? had them check my luggage when I took myself to lunch. Yeah. So why so didn't they bring? Where's your luggage now? Well, he. I said. Uh, he said, "Oh, it's downstairs in the storage room where we put the luggage when it's on storage." And I said, "Okay. Well, do you want to have somebody send somebody up with it?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'll do that." And so I got a $5 bill so I could tip that person. Oh, my God. And a half an hour goes by. So I call down at 15 minutes. I'm like, hey, I need the luggage because it has my charger. And it has, i got to take a shower and go to this wedding. You don't even have to. I need my and luggage. The, right. No reason I don't even necessary. Have to, well, and so the woman says, I'm going to find out where he is. And I'll call you right back. So another 10 minutes goes by. And I call her. And she's like, I can't find him. i got to find him. And I said, you didn't want to call me in. And I didn't say this, but I'm like, then call me and tell me you can't find him. Oh, and then I called God. her 10 minutes after that, and she said, he's getting it right now. And I said, and I said, so you didn't think it was, it was a different person than the guy I gave the 20. It was a woman. Okay. And I just wanted to go, you didn't think to tell me? I have my nope sign up. Anyway, so I literally, the guy brings you. it up. I keep it together enough to just go, just put it over there, and I don't tip him. 
I don't tip him. Yeah. And he just drops it off. And then he closes the door. I had a crying jag for 20 minutes. I cried so hard, I laughed at myself Aww. in the middle of this sob fest. Guess what, though? Right. Felt much better afterwards. There's Sometimes something like a, a cry will do a good it. It's like taking a bath for your <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what your eyes was. in the bathtub. <laughs> I was so... And I said to him, can I... Can I get a bathtub tomorrow? And he said, I will check for sure, obviously. Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't want to move rooms, though. Yeah, I know. moving rooms is a pain in the ass. It's but if there's pain. a bathtub, I will. I obviously will. How many days are you there? Four. Mm. So, you, you were going to the Bronx this afternoon when you Yeah, so, them? right. So at, at 4.30, <laughs> from Brooklyn to the Bronx... Awful. At four thirty on this on this horrible train system, horrific. No, no, I took a lift. Oh, Rockefeller over here is okay. bleeding money <laughs> because I don't want a deal, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I just I I and and my guy is a four point six. Maria will not get into a lift that is less than four point eight or nine. Oh, and so I so I've started looking at the the ratings. I usually don't pay attention. And the lift guy's car was stinky. I see yeah. why it would be a. F- I gave him a five. Yeah. I don't care. I had the windows open. It was it's fine. terrible money. These people it's, deserve it's fives exactly. and tips. Exactly, just fives. Please. He got me there safe. It was yeah. all right. Yeah. And uh, but it took an hour. Like I was, I, I got, and I had to leave at six fifteen to get to. I took a lift back oh from the Bronx God. to uh, to the comedy. To but then they paid me for the two sets, so I made the money. I oh, still man. made money. Yeah. Still though, that's a long day. It's a long day, and uh, and now we're gonna do a ha- uh, you know a pod. And where are we at? I wonder. Oh, we're just at. Oh, sadly, I'm so sorry. I know. We're at twenty. Twenty minutes, minutes in. <laughs> well, my set will be in like ten minutes. Right. I'll, I'll, so I'll do. I'll I'll be quick. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, you're going home tomorrow. Right. I'm in the uh, 5:30 flight to uh, Burbank. A.M. P.M. P.M. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm gonna do uh, a little yoga. First you of know, all, I'm gonna go back after my 12:30 set. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I might take a lift home. I don't think I can deal with the subway. I mean, part of me is like I'm here for such a short amount of time, and yeah. I don't want to spend it on a slow A train right. you know, when the A is <laughs> having trouble. So maybe right. I'll take a, treat myself to a lift home Yep. and um, and take uh, three, two of those little purple uh, sleeping pills, the Zyrtec or Xan. You got, you, you got it some has real nice Z purple. And an X in it. Oh, yeah. You got, you, you got some sleeping pills? And then pills? knock myself out yeah. for like... At least 10 hours. I want 10 hours of sleep. That's half the reason I'm here is to get a nice 10 hours of sleep. My, my, my old sister-in-law is in town. She came to the, the, she was at the first show that you did. Okay. She loved you. Okay. Thank uh, you. Sure. Sure. Nice set. It was three sets ago. You're like, what, what, what did she like anything <laughs> more recently than that? <laughs> That's old stuff. <laughs> and uh, so... Um, I'm meeting them for breakfast. Oh, that's tomorrow cool. at ten thirty, and then I'm going to. Are Hamilton. they coming to Brooklyn? <gasps> You're going to Hamilton here too tomorrow, three Whoa, p.m. How'd you swing that? Well, a comic that we know, uh, her roommate uh, works on the show. And wow. They aren't free, obviously, but they are seats. Yes. And um, you're writing it down. I'm writing down her name. You know her. Oh, yeah. And, interesting. Uh, yeah. And hmm. she said she needed a month's notice, and I gave her as much notice as I could. And I said, obviously, if it doesn't happen. I was going to try to go see Hello, Dolly with Bette Midler. Oh, my God. Before it switches over to Burnett, Bernadette Either way, you're, you're in good It's a hands. win. Yeah. Uh, but, How's that? Uh, Is that impossible to do? Yeah, I think it's that would have been impossible. I don't know anybody who works on yeah. Hello, Dolly. Uh, but... Uh, but the Hamilton tickets, I think, will be. Oh, that's it's really my cool. friend who got married. 
We're not bringing her husband. Good. We're just the two of us. Welcome to marriage, asshole. Exactly. He doesn't need it. And, uh, uh, that's cool. So, I, uh, I did um, the Rick Tabatis show last night. Oh, nice. Or Thursday, no, At the Thursday night. store. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. I love that audience. That audience is great. It's mostly female. Yep. And they have a different laugh, and they, they, they hear different things than a mixed or, you know, a regular yeah, yeah. audience, you know? It's kind of cool. Yeah, they get different jokes, and they're all for it. Yeah, and I flip the order on something. Or I don't know. I'm trying to, like, here's the thing. I'm doing an hour here at the stand November 9th, right? Nice. And I can do I can do an hour, yeah. you know, but I want it to be, I, I'd love to not have to do some material if I can. So right. I'm just trying to, like, you know, pump, plump up some other things and pad them yeah. and stuff. And, um, and I realized... I think I've, I may have said this a long time ago, and then I forgot it. It's it's if you are, when I'm having like if I just sit with a notebook and crack it open, I'm there's no jokes happening. Like it kind of has to be like oh that let me try that, and then sometimes the pressure of being next makes me write jokes and stuff. Okay, but what really helps me on stage is if I talk really slowly and just sort of instead of jumping to the next joke, oh. just just kind of let let a joke breathe at the end, and sometimes a new tag kicks in or a new thing where I'm like, oh, that's another laugh I could. Oh, there you, you know, go. If you're not writing new jokes on new topics, maybe you can add tags to current jokes. Yes. You know? yes. And one way to do that is just to slow down. The audience doesn't notice as much as you do. You know? No, no. Slow it's, down and let your... Let unless there's silence, which is what there was with my political stuff. <laughs> for a show, there was a shitload of silence that made me mad. Just, I'm, I, I don't want to be, I'm so tired right now that I got mad at the audience for a show as well, <laughs> which uh, nobody wants that. Right. And the two dope queens audience is going to be fine. Yeah. So did you write some new tags? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I'm trying to focus on for this November Do you have any new thing. premises? Not really. Something like newish, but nothing, nothing really. You nothing know, really gonna... grabbing me right now. There's a, a writing exercise, yeah, that I've that I've done where uh, I break my life into five year chunks, yeah, and I think about zero to five. Anything happened there? Anything funny happened before I was five years old? No. Nope. Right. Anything happened six to ten, and then I do it like that, and I try to, I try to. Do, I mean, I've mostly mined my entire life, yeah. <laughs> so I don't necessarily have anything until I hit my thirties, but uh, the. Uh, but it's it's a good writing exercise. It is. If you're looking for premises, I don't know what you're. I don't. You know. Um, I, how do you I look feel like premises? life will be giving me premises soon? I don't want to like tempt the gods. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know things happen in whatever. But uh, are you saying things happen in their own time? What's happening? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I don't I'm see that as a Lorica Martin adage. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> If you're saying, I, I wish something interesting would happen to me. Interesting doesn't mean good. It, it could mean awful. I mean, my no, dad a, dying was very interesting. Yes. <laughs> but I don't want that. You know, like, so I, while there's a little bit of calm in my life right now, you know, maybe instead of worrying, like, uh, oh, I got to go on a date with an asshole. <laughs> like, I don't have to do that. No, no, no. You don't have to talk slower and see if I can find <laughs> new jokes in my head. <laughs> yes. Yes. You could always talk slower. I wasn't, I wasn't saying, um. I wasn't saying artificially create instances to make uh, material. I was saying mining things that have already happened. I feel by like looking at your your childhood and I your kinda, your life. I don't know. 
like first boyfriend or um, first pet or, you know, like no. a series of, you know. I'm only interested fir- in things that are happening right now. You like, like my emotional you like to write life, current, my current emotional life, yeah. You like to write about the present. Yes. That is, you know what? When I think about your act, that is, you do. That's yes. fascinating. Yeah, I don't want to write about I the mean, present. like if I'm writing about. That's why this political stuff bugs the shit <laughs> out of me. Anyway. An ex. It's a new feeling that I've discovered, but it's okay. not. It's not about something that. I mean, I have jokes about stuff that happened a while ago. But I wrote them while they were happening. Okay, and I just kept them because I needed the time. Because they're, well, they're jokes. Yes. They're good they're jokes, jokes yeah. that work. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, all new stuff is all. It's all of that moment, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, me. that's kind of fascinating. I love the idea that that you write because. Because there's, you know, like if you think about people who write jokes about the big issues, yeah, uh, the people who write jokes about minutia, and then there's people who I can't get away with it. I tried to because um, these two Mormon girls came to my house, and um, they they said, you know, they said, "Hey, h- how you doing?" And I said, "I'm sorry, I don't have time to talk." And they go, "Well, we're just here to um, exchange pictures," and then they gave me a picture of Jesus. And oh my I said, God. I'm, you know what? I don't have a picture. I'm sorry. And they said, that's cool. You know, we just like to give out pictures. And then they rode away. And, <laughs> it, you know, I don't have like an, an emotional response to that. <laughs> it's just odd and interesting. Right. And I tried to talk about it on stage. And I could, I could feel the life draining out of me while I was mentioning <laughs> it. Because to me, I'm like, I didn't go through everything I went through to become a comedian so I could talk about uh, two other people. Like, <laughs> like I want to talk about what I'm mad about. I'm not mad right. at these ladies, you know? No. They were pretty friendly, you so know? You're right, and it right. was not a, not a bad-looking picture. Jesus looked pretty good. <laughs> you know? Right. There's no reason to touch yourself Mormon, over it. But, uh, <laughs> Mormon Jesus is a little more handsome than Catholic Jesus. More, Catholic Jesus looks sad all the time, right? Oh, Catholic and, and Jesus he's, has, he's always is being, being killed. Yes, yes. yes, he's always being he's killed. He's in a bad mood. He's but. in a bad place. <laughs> he's got his, he's all nailed up there. Get yeah. him off of that thing. Uh, what, so did you see Book of Mormon? I did, On the yeah. Pantages? Yeah. Yeah, that Jesus, because they had a couple of pictures of him made big on the stage, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And he was super shiny looking. <laughs> he was a very beautiful, blondish man. Yeah. I mean, any, anything you want to do about the Mormon church has been done by Book of Mormon. Right. You know, it's just a hard, it's just like, what do I, what do I care, you know? Right. I hey, I think care. you have your set is, uh... Um, well, they probably started late. You want to just keep talking until they oh, come yeah. get me? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll come get you. Okay. Yeah, yeah the MC will come so get me. So you want to do Comic of the Week? Yeah. Let's... Okay, so we just worked with her. Yes, at New York Comedy Club. And at the New York Comedy Club, and it's uh, Leah... Bonina. Bonima. Right? Bonima. Yes. Yes, right, B-O-N-N-E-M-A. Right. Yes. Leah Bonima. I had met her like seven years ago she's very funny i've known i knew her before i i uh like when i was living here all the time yeah Yeah, she's hilarious yes and her stuff was so fresh and interesting Mm -hmm. it was it was present it was also written in the present but it was um it wasn't it was it was you know like socio-political but um but super personal. Yeah. And it was just, I, I was I was fascinated to watch. It was, uh, I watched both her sets. Oh, that's, yeah. And it made me just happy. That's cool. Yeah. It was, yeah. So it was uh, and she talked about her bo- her boyfriend of like 11 years. Yeah. And 
I love it when someone talks about their partner. Yeah. There's no reason to shit on them. <laughs> right? And there's like, the, right. you're in a relationship with that person. Yeah. I hope you like them. Yeah, and right, right, right. Tell the happy story about them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as opposed to, we're. Rich Voss and Bonnie, uh, oh, Bonnie McFarlane are both, they're married and they're both doing spots tonight. And oh, they're, are they? They're back to back and Rich is talking about, my wife is blowing me at, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to know that. Because I know the Bonnie. Imagery. And she's right, she's right upstairs with your daughter. Yeah. And uh, oh, they, I think they left, right? Am I? Oh, they totally. Do you light him? Okay, cool. So okay, I'm so about to. Yeah, so it's at Leabonema. Yeah. And it's L E A H and then B O N N E M as in Mary A. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so that's her twiddle ha- Twitter handle, and we'll continue this. After okay, I'll be set. right back. Bye. Okay. <laughs> and you're, how was it? I'm back. It was fine. My voice is going. I, it right. sounds, because when I'm, it just sounds bad. Right, and you have one more set, right? I do. <laughs> I think that the twelve thirty show's a little lightly attended, or it's okay. not as. This is like a Saturday show, you know. Right, this is the late night Saturday show. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And stack I just of got cash. paid. You totally just nice. got. Joe just walked up and handed you yes. a stack of cash. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Sean Patton came and visited while you were down oh, there. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, he was very sweet. He said, "I love seeing you in New York. I think New York holds that there's something here for you." To and you, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I he, agree. Yeah, no, it's super flattering because he's a, I mean, he's from he's New Orleans. He's a bi-coastal guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's such a cool guy and he's mm-hmm. such a great comic. and He's very funny. And he's a New York guy. Yeah. I think of him as a New York comic. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, he started that weird room that had the curtain. Do you remember that alt room? I did it once here in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. Uh, it was really fun. There was nowhere for... It, it has that thing that, that I, it's really hard when there's nowhere for comics to hang out yeah, in the back. Right. Yeah. I love to hang out in the back. I, um, I realized when I was on stage, I'm like, I'm not talking slow at all because I felt like the audience <laughs> was very ha-ha, yep. kind of done. Oh. And I feel uh, like a little lightheaded. So I, I was just trying to maintain composure. Right. And, <laughs> Uh, do your time. Do everything properly. Are they 15s here? Are yeah. you doing 15s? Yeah. But some, they're more, sometimes they're like more like 13s. Okay. I, yeah. But that's, but because that, I got 15s over at New York Comedy Club. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's awesome. They're all 15s here in New York, except for the Broadway, which is 25. 20, 20 25. 20s and 25? 20 to 25. Which is, you need to know, because if you're scheduling sets, it's, yeah. you're going to get out 10 minutes later, and yeah. then you have less time to get to the next set. Right. So always, because I just incorporate that if you're ever spot hopping. Spot hopping. Yes. And know it in your heart. And there's Dante. Hey, hey how's it going? So, we're recording our podcast. Great to see you. I saw the, you on your motorcycle. The host of Beige uh, Philip. Yep. So, you should uh, do Beige Philip next time you're. It's all about relationships and sex. And everything Dante says will enrage you, but yes. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll just, uh, I'll know him in passing. We don't have to spend a lot of time together. Oh, really? Yeah, no, we he's great. To, he used to, he, we used to do a uh, writing room, like, club together. Oh, yeah? There was a writing group? Yeah, we used to meet at uh, Starbucks on 86th and Columbus, and it was me and Dante and Ross Bennett, Corey Kahaney sometimes came in, Jessica Delfino, Joseph Rocha, may he rest wow. in peace. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. And we had other people dropping in every once in a while, but we just threw out ideas and I had something comparable with him. a bunch of Minneapolis comics that nobody knows the names of. Those yeah. are at least New York comics. And yeah, yeah. Like, I remember those guys. Yeah. From the 90s yeah. and today. Yeah. It's like a radio I station. think that Starbucks is still there, too. <laughs> 86th in Amsterdam? 
Columbus. Columbus. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I I love It might have been replaced by a completely different Starbucks. <laughs> you know how Starbucks will love, do that. You know, sometimes the Starbucks will just go under new management. You know, like, wait, it looks exactly. The Starbucks closed. Right, it, it but it was being replaced by Starbucks. It's okay. Exactly. It's Yeah, um, I don't feel like I have full command of my voice. And when I start to get animated, I get close to coughing. And so oh, there you go. I'm like sort of. I'm glad of, you got a glass of water then. Yes, but I'm sort of so. trying to control excuse me contain myself and it's yes. not as fun on stage to you, be like that no no because then you can't do the slow I have uh, right. I have three new giant premises that uh, oh, really that are pretty great that I can't work on because I'm working on this one set right which um, it's the fifth so frustrating yes because then I could do the eight that I'm working on oh and, and then, then you the come back around seven. Yeah. yeah and it was great um so how many, when did you get here yesterday? I got here today. Today. And how many days are you here? Uh, four, uh, four. Four. I leave on Wednesday. Okay. And what, you guys, when do you tape Dope Queens? On Tuesday. Tuesday. Do you have spots for tomorrow and when, Monday? Yes. Yes. I'm doing uh, the Alti stuff. Like I'm doing something in Queens and something in Brooklyn tomorrow That's night. smart because that might be more the audience that you have for two Dope Queens, Oh, it'll Queens, be closer. Right? Yeah, yeah, to run yeah. that set. I think so, yeah. Yeah. You know what? That actually gives me a lot more hope. Yeah. I'm doing the knitting factory and the political stuff. It's the white lady meat shield joke. And yeah, the yeah. white lady meat shield joke, it talks about um, essentially my black and my brown friends. You're what? My black and my brown friends. Yeah. I say out loud. Uh, and if the audience has a lot of people of color in it. Yeah. They always just kind of lean forward to <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then it... Um, and it's it's um, it's not a it's it's a greater hurdle, but it's a it's a more interesting hurdle. Yeah, like I like it just because I I like a, a more diverse crowd. I like it when the crowd is full of yes. Like if it's all white women, that's I mean it's a gravy boat. I'm sitting in a gravy boat uh, doing jokes, and it's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, and but it's. But it's more interesting to me to get everybody on a human level just facing the You know same what's way. weird is I noticed that um, there's this joke. This new this joke, I, I did it for a while, and then I just dropped it for some reason. Because yep. I think the joke I paired it with I wasn't in love with, and I just didn't have a place to put it. Yep. And I, and I kind of brought it back. And... Um, I did it on Prairie Home Companion, and which is it, it was it's a joke where it's an, when there's parents in the audience, they get it before I f- finish it, and when there's not, I have to spell the whole thing out. Right, it's really right. strange. What do you like better? Uh, I like people that get it without having me spell yes. the whole thing out. Yes, that is a. <laughs> whenever I see a comic who who likes who gets mad at the audience when they get the punchline before they say it. I'm always like, no, no. No, they just made your job easier. They made <laughs> they made your job yeah. easier. But they the joke also... just got shorter. That's good. <laughs> well, maybe they needed uh, maybe, maybe they, they needed, needed the, the seconds. Yeah, maybe they <laughs> yeah. needed the. And but I always think to myself, yes, get the get the tantric sex joke before the end, but don't give it away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, oh, when people start counting it out, some people get that. Some people, yeah, some people get it, and and it, you know, they'll just like. It'll be like sort of a bark of a laughter. Yeah, yeah. From somebody going, ha, I think I know where this is going. Uh-huh. And I, that genuinely pleases the hell out of me. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, good. You get people some military thinkers. people on the audience. Sometimes there's some, some guy in the front row one time 
said he said the the punchline out loud before I did, and I said, "Not everybody's in the Navy, man." And he goes, oh "I'm God. in the Navy." <laughs> he wasn't in uniform either. <laughs> so annoying. It's uh, <laughs> I know when I do my. Uh, the Spanish, you know, teaching my son Spanish, oh, yeah. someone be like, conjugate it. I'm like, yeah, that's the next fucking line. Just yep. calm down. Stop finishing it for me. Uh, tonight, Leah, uh, who I always want to mispronounce her last name, but it's uh, Bonama. But it's Bonama. Bonama Leah like Bonnaroo. Uh, right. Our comic of the week, Leah Bonama, uh, was doing, was telling the story second show. And I was like, oh, I wonder... I, uh, and I kept thinking, oh, I should tell her about this idea for a tag. I should tell her about this idea for the tag. Uh, it turns out that was the punchline. <laughs> and I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't write that on, on a napkin as some sort of, like, written down humiliation. No, even of, worse, of, what if you had left the room and then decided to pretend like you watched the whole set? Yeah. And go, hey, I have a tag for you. <laughs> It was fun because uh, the tag was the tag was the punchline. Yeah, and then she took the punchline and made it into like a real act out uh-huh. and did it. And it was it was a subway story. It was one of the that's cool. You know, I whenever a New York comic has a subway story, I always go, "Where's this? Is this going to go somewhere new?" And it did. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of great. I I took a word out of a joke, or. And it made it work a lot be- better. Oh, good. It's this joke where this kid, the consent joke. Yeah. Where I had at the end, I'd had my son going, Mom, please let me finish. Yeah. And I took out Mom. Because yeah. I think it reminded them that he was a boy. And I yes. just went, please let me finish. Yes. Which uh, syncs up more with a guy trying to finish having sex. Uh, right, right. And when... it, it uh, is, the laugh is much better. It popped so good on the first show. Yeah. The one that I Thank saw. you. The one I didn't yeah. record. I thought it was recording it, and it didn't. Oh. Uh, I recorded that first show, and guess what I did? Deleted delete. it without listening to it, because I was like, guess what I don't want to hear? My errors. I know. <laughs> and your lack of appreciation. <laughs> I did record and save the second one, but who yeah. cares? I don't know that I'll listen to it either. Because now I'm really looking forward to the Queens and Brooklyn sets yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think that's better. Queens and really Brooklyn. And this, then the next night, it's weird. Like for if you're gonna do, you know, a TV spot, yeah. you want to make, you want all the jokes to work for a Saturday audience. Yeah, in my opinion, because that that's that kind of level of crowd is not right. comedy fans. They just got tickets to a TV taping. Yes, but it's HBO. It's a, it's an they already have an audience. That's very much of Built an all in. room. Yeah, yeah. So it's Queens and Brooklyn tomorrow night, and then Brooklyn and Whiplash. Oh, that's UCB. perfect. 11 p.m. Oh, UCB will be, that's great. On Monday night. Yeah. And then Tuesday is the show. I yeah. bought I bought a new shirt to go with my outfit. I'm like the quintessential, sensual? What's happening? The, <laughs> I'm a little punchy. The quintessential poor kid, because I genuinely at all times have won what I call my corporate outfit. Yeah. If I ever get asked to do a corporate, I can do it. Yeah. And um, You just have one outfit you wear all the time? Yeah, except for that, um, I think now I have my old corporate outfit, my middle corporate outfit, and this new one that I bought for Conan oh, last yeah, time. Oh, yeah, I like that one. And um, I can't remember if I wore my Han Solo pants or not, but I have a different pair of pants, the same jacket, but I bought a different shirt for underneath yeah. it. Mix it up. And, I like uh, it. It's... Uh, but I, I brought the old shirt too. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let costuming uh, help me out. Oh, that's cool. Because yeah, uh, give this, this lady something things. to do, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to to Tuesday and it being done, and then and then I, I come back on Wednesday, and I'm I'm psyched because I think I'm home until after Halloween. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's not long, but it's a long time for you it'll, right now. It'll do. Yeah, and and I will remember next year not to do 80 nights in. This is my third weekend in a row on a on a on a red eye. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I did. Minneapolis was a right, red eye, Larry. and then Portland was nine. Oh, that's right. All I Jane. didn't get until one a.m. on Friday yeah. night with my kid, which was added stress. And then this, yeah. So it's three, three quick weekends in a row where I'm, yeah, I'm you're... just leaving on a Friday night and uh, coming back on Sunday, and I'm a little tired. I bet. We come back here. The show, Conan show, comes back on November third. So then I'll be here for like a whole week. But oh, that's right. when I'm, I'm here when you're doing. Oh, by the way, I so I, I when I was sending out avails, I blocked out when Carnegie was taping, and then oh, yeah. I forgot to block it out on one club, and they gave me a set oh. at eight fifty, and I was like, "Oh, I'll take it," because I could see. I think I could see you and leave. Can I see you from the back and then leave Carnegie Hall? Because you're just doing fifteen up front, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is is that something, or is that like well, not? Well, no, no. Uh, what I recommend is, um, where is Carnegie Hall? Is I it don't around know. here? It's, it's in Manhattan. It's. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. Yeah. So I think I think for sure. I mean, I, it's you'll miss Brian's set, which is kind of the. I kind of wanted to see him, but but to see uh, his long set is a is a, a fucking delight. I know, but, but I never but say gotta, no to a spot. You, and right, and you got to pick up. The, I, like I, I email whenever I whenever I come here and I don't want to be like, oh, no, I changed my mind. I don't know when to do a set. The yeah, next yeah. time I emailed, oh, that's the one I gave a spot to and it canceled on me. You right, know? right. So, so and um, so I'll talk to, yeah, so just come backstage. And just watch from backstage? You can watch from backstage and then walk out into the room Okay. when I'm on stage, but then you'll get to say hi to Brian. Yeah. You've met him, right? I don't want to, but I don't want to be like, Sorry, I'm missing your set. I have a, <laughs> I have a seventy dollars um, spot in the in the village. Well, he might wanna, um, he might wanna come. Where's the Where's the spot At Greenwich here? Village Comedy Club. Oh, the Greenwich Village yeah. one. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's around he, the corner from the cellar. I always walk by the cellar quickly with my like my head covered. <laughs> I talked to Pete Lee today, and he said, "Oh, I'm doing the cellar. I have two sets at the cellar on Sunday night. If you want to come by." And um, cool. And I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm my second set is in Brooklyn tomorrow oh, night. Oh, that'll be and tough. And I'm living in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, no, you don't. So want to I do will that. not be leaving Brooklyn after the <laughs> knitting factory. <laughs> and uh, I get to see uh, Will Miles. Also, Ty Barnett's in town. I don't know if you know oh, cool. Ty Barnett. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I asked him to do the Dork Forest if he has time on Monday. Awesome. Uh, Mo Mandel was here earlier. Oh, I just saw Mo at the Laugh Factory. Like. Four days ago, and That's, he was he was on the first show at the stand tonight. The last time I saw Sean Patton, it's so cool. I mean, it's so great. New York and LA are so much more fun as far oh as oh my like god, yeah, running into comics. I know, I know, because you do the road and you never get to see headliners. Yes, so true. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's just more. I mean, if you're a comedy fan, like I, I've I, I've met comedy fans who've gone to LA and they're like, so I can just go to the UCB and see five. Headliners do ten minutes each and work on new stuff, and you're like, yeah, you can go to Flappers and just sit and oh watch, God, like, yeah. in the YooHoo room and watch you and Laura House and you know anybody, sure. you know, just get up and do time. 
It's uh, so it's great for it's great for fans and comics alike. You guys uh, <laughs> coming to the wow. big city. L- L.A. has you to sell it. Wow. What I said? You're, you're so if L.A. finally has Jackie Cation to sell it. Exactly. Maybe people will start exactly. coming there. Maybe someone will come and. and <laughs> I, but there's only I've only really met one destination comedy fan. Yeah. Who has come to Los Angeles to go to UCB shows and oh my god. And you're like, wow, that's that kind of makes sense. I wonder if that's uh, that's going to increase. You know, well, I wonder if we accidentally got into a good long-term business. <laughs> uh, I think we did. I think we did. I saw um, Rosemarie. Oh, from the she's Dick on Van Dyke. She's on Twitter. Yes, and uh, I think she has she's a memoir a, coming out or something. She's a uh, it's a documentary. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I think it's called something like "The Longest Career Ever." Oh my God, which that's is great. a hilarious name. But it's sure. longer than Eliza's. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, Sorry. Oh, that's fine. Oh my God, but. Um, uh, I was actually thinking about Eliza and Nikki Glaser because um, what happened in, t- in uh, one of the clubs yeah. that I worked in the last week or so, the club manager came up to me. I was working a Maria gig in the last year and a half. Okay. Let's make it more cryptic. Who cares? Okay. He was there. And, and, uh, and he was there? Excuse the me. manager of the club, okay. uh, was he was just talking to Maria and I, and we're sitting there. Okay. And in the middle of no conversation at all, yeah. he said, you're gay, right, Jackie? What? And Maria <laughs> later was like, so that really does happen. Oh and I was God. like, it hasn't happened in a little bit, but yeah. it, yes, yes, it actually happens. Yeah. And I was wondering, and so it made me think today, I wonder if... Uh, because both years that I made the that I did last comic, oh, they they put you with Nikki with and with young it, blonde Eliza. straight, well, clearly yeah. straight women, and I because they thought they were safe with you, or they weren't they safe weren't, with you. Either they they wanted a romance. I think they want. They thought. Oh my that's god! What I think the producers were like. I once had a woman producer say to me, probably 15 years ago, you know, you'd get so much more work if you just came out. Oh my god. <laughs> And I was like, but, 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 but it just, it didn't work. I'm not gay. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I did what I could yeah. to be available. <laughs> I drank a lot and made out with a couple of ladies. It didn't take. Hmm. Boo. How long, are, how much have we done? I know it. Please. Some other conversation. My hurts. It's, uh, so we are at. We're probably about Oh, we're 15. almost 40. Oh, okay. oh so my have, God! I know it. You know why? Because so, we had an intermission. Intermission is always hard. Yeah. So I come back. I don't know what I'm doing when I get back, but I, uh, Chill. I think. I know I'm definitely going to lie down. I want to um, do uh, a bunch of spots between now and November 9th, and then do that hour, and then kind of chill with my kid a little bit on some weeknights. Right. You know? I have to work on whatever the Carnegie Hall gig in front of, in front of Brian's audiences. Yeah. Like, I've always torn, we've had this conversation before, about how I always want to do new stuff in front of him so he knows I have new stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but I also don't want to scare any of his, I want to set him up perfect. Yeah. I want to lay the table so he doesn't have to even 
Right. Think about it. Right, right. Right? I mean, that's, that's the, the job of the opener. That is the job right. of the opener. Right. And I felt bad, actually. I got mad at the audience in uh, West Palm Lake last night, Palm Beach. Um, and I berated them a little bit before I got on stage. And um, Before you got on stage? Before, before Maria got okay. on stage. And I thought, this is not my job. My <laughs> job is to set the table so that she thinks yeah. they're the greatest people in the world. Right. And then they love her. Yeah. And they loved her. Yeah, yeah, They even yeah. loved me. <laughs> the hilarious thing about it is that I was... Um, I was so twitchy about them. Yeah. And I berated them and they were they were parts of them were quiet and a little conservative and it made me and it, it got me in my head and which never that never pays off. Right, 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 right. If I'm on stage in my head thinking about the audience, nobody's gonna win. Correct. Nobody wins that argument. Uh, it might be funny for comics to watch from the back. Maria thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But I got off stage <laughs> and I felt I felt slightly bad. And then, um, but then they bought everything. Like I brought merch <gasps> oh. because they were clubs. Tampa yeah, yeah, and yeah, West yeah. Palm Beach were both clubs. So you were out there with your stuff and 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 Maria's stuff. Were you Maria selling didn't both? Bring any stuff? Oh, she and never Mar- brings merch, right? Do you ever sell her stuff she, for her? She rarely brings merch unless she's trying to get rid of some stuff in the garage like okay. before she moved. Yeah, and um, so I sold. <laughs> In two nights, I sold, probably sold $500 worth of stuff. Whoa. How yeah. many CDs did you... Was it CDs or what? I brought um, CDs and all the, all the T-shirts because I have the new T-shirt design. Yeah. That I'm working on, the Meat Shield design. That, um, And I just ordered dork, two dork... I ordered the green dork for us and the black dork for us. Yeah. I have spookies, plenty of spookies. Yeah. Anyway, um, but, I, but I realized that I ordered the wrong number of greens of the green dork forest t-shirt so i was like i gotta get rid of some of these uh these larger sizes and the live shows yeah people order small online for some reason and large interesting uh yeah i brought a bunch of books to to all jane i didn't sell that many (laughs) oh you brought some books yeah but i think it's a lot of comics too hopefully i'm gonna bring a i'm doing roosters uh rooster tea feathers in sunnyvale um, Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. And so I'm gonna, I think I might be able to sell a lot of books there. Right. They have a table you set up outside. Oh, that's cool. And Outside. So, Wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, so bring a sweater. Uh, all right. But, but it's it's better than inside. Well, you, I guess I mean, so. like on the Thursday, you're probably just doing the Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Thursday's Thanksgiving. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday. Are you doing the Sunday? Yeah. The Sunday you'll be able to probably sell inside on that on that side table. Yeah, yeah. Um... Unless you fill the room better than I did, which is I don't very know. It's, possible. It's Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't know oh, if it'll be true. good or bad, you know? Yeah, sometimes that helps. Hard people to tell. are like, let's go to a show. It's so loud now. Are our voices at all, can people hear us? Or do no, these mic pick up the back? Does it pick up the background it stuff will, too? It will, but it's most, they're mostly okay. uh, direct. Um, all right. There's a technical term for the kind of mics I got. Because okay. uh, a ter- person good. told me <laughs> to get these kind that where yeah. you talk directly into it. I, I can almost barely hear you. Right. You can't hear me, but the levels look all right on okay. the Zoom. Kyle, Kyle will tell us. Kyle will figure it out. I wonder if <laughs> Kyle will listen to this. Why would he? I'm not. I wouldn't. <laughs> Why are you people? <laughs> I think he'll just clean up the front and back. Sure. And uh, should we put that in the notes? Did clean. Kyle listen? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then... Um, 
What do you, what do you, so tomorrow, what are you doing? I mean, I know you're doing it at, are you just going to chill out in Brooklyn? Where, where in Brooklyn are you staying? I'm staying um, on Flatbush over by Juniors. Okay. And, so are um, you near the, the, is it a basketball stadium or something? I don't know. God, I don't know anything. Uh, all I know is there's a Juniors is in. really good. Have you been there? What? Have you eaten at Juniors yet? Yeah, I had Hungarian goulash there today. Did you like it? I loved it. Oh, that's great. It has yeah, a really good that's reputation. That's my sister-in-law tomorrow morning oh, that's and cool. my nephew. I and ate then, there once with my Russian boyfriend. Oh, there you go. The more I, every time I come back, I'm like, ah, oh, I should have been with that guy. The Russian boyfriend? Yeah. Well, you probably still have his number. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But, you know, that, that ship know. has sailed. That ship has sailed. But it's, um, I say we do another two or three minutes and end five minutes early. Just because of how loud it is. Unless you've got a fascinating tale of stand-up comedy. Um, I'll tell you, I, I was, uh, I'm still smarting. From uh, last Sunday, uh, my son and I were flying back from Portland, and we were taking a United Airlines flight that stopped in oh, San right, Francisco. Because your sister lives up in the east. Up Pardon? There. Doesn't your sister live up yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I had two spots that night, Sunday night in LA, and they were all, they were timed where one was er, I was first on one show and last on the next show, so I could do them both. Nice. And fucking uh, uh, United is the flight's delayed. I missed the connecting, and I had to cancel both spots. And I'm oh still mad. Why did you spots? Why didn't you ask me to do them? Was there? I'm so sorry to make this about me. Oh my god! Immediately, <laughs> I didn't even get a moment of grief Who from did you? you. I didn't say I'm sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, that's what you say to somebody. <laughs> what are you, Donald Trump, trying to console me? Oh wow! Wow! What got a horrible harsh. guy. Got harsh. Um. <laughs> this can't well. be enjoyable listening to me cough. Um, I, one of them was Liam's room, and the other one was this place called uh, uh, Junior High, I think. Where was it? It's, I think it's called Junior High. Okay. I don't remember all the details. Like Liam McEnany's room. Oh, East Side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did Uncab, I think, last week. How'd it so. go? was great. It was Kira Sultanovich was there. She had a great story about Weinstein. Oh. Maybe it was the week before. Was it on the last episode? Because it was right after the Harvey thing came out. Right. Even more, I read the article from, Which the, article? from the, the actress who was in 12 Years a Slave. Did oh, Lupita, Lupita, uh, I, I can't remember, yeah, I can't yeah. pronounce her last name right. without seeing it. I, if I could see it, I could probably pronounce it. Right. Um, but that article in the in her opinion piece in the yeah, New that York was Times great. was fantastic. And Weinstein came out and said that he remembers it differently. I know. And it, that's the only one he's You've done already that admitted too. that you're a sex addict. Your credibility. He's a rapist. He's not. Yeah. He, let's not give sex addicts. That's Tiger Woods. Don't give Tiger Woods a bad name. He just is, likes a lot of sex. Is this it, guy's a rapist. Is Wiener? Is Wiener a sex addict? He's a sex addict. Okay. But um, I think he knew the girl was underage when he was texting her, which is why he's in prison. So he's. He's on the Wait, bubble. The Wiener guy's in prison? Anthony Wiener? Yeah, yeah, he went to prison. Oh, I did not the, know that. The, uh, the girl he was texting where, where uh, that triggered an investigation from the FBI, which may have cost Hillary the election because James oh. Comey came out at the last second and said, she's, we're re-looking at Huma's uh, Blackberry or whatever. Wow. That girl was underage, and he knew it. 
and ah. he kept going with her. That's insanity. That is, that is that, yeah. Which sounds like he might also be a sex addict. More so, than sex addict. There's some. There's there's a there's something between rapist and sex addict. And what about Anthony when you raise it. your own wife? Uh, well, that's I, Woody Allen. That's Woody Allen. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think about that. I was thinking about it last week. I tried it at the lab, the improv lab. And the audience literally laughed against their will. They hated <laughs> me because it was in in, uh, in old timey romance novels, like the ones from the seventies that were a little more rapey. Yeah. And then um, when I first started reading them in junior high and stuff, um, and then they they morphed. There's been there's different iterations. All the romance novels have all the different kinds, right? Right. Well, there's a one trope where. Uh, there'll be a 15-year-old boy and a 9-year-old girl that have been were friends when they were children, or she followed them around, right? And whatever, he goes away like to war or right, something, right. and comes back 15 years later. So now she's 24 and he's 30 or yeah. something, right? And whatever the ma- actual math on that would be, but um, and then they fall in love, and that is not what happened with Woody Allen. <laughs> She no, was I think 11. He, he went to war. He did serve in Vietnam. He, she was 11 coming home from school, and he was like, oh, that's my daughter. She was 12 coming home from school, and he was like, oh, that's my daughter. She was 13. That's my daughter. She was 14. That's my daughter. She was 15. That's my daughter. She's 16, 17. I'll help her with her homework. She's 18. Wait a minute. Yeah. She's 19. Oh, that's not my daughter. And then they get married. So, um... Yeah, that's, that's where it's really fucking weird to me. Yeah, uh, I, I sometimes just wonder. Like, I would love to go back and be born exactly when I was born, but born as a boy, just to see what it's like. Like, there's so much I know oh. I've accepted that as a as a boy I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, to, like, be, I, to be higher just, on the food chain. I'm yeah. so numb to so much that I I'm yeah. sure that I, I I just don't get angry at some stuff because it's been happening since I was born and I don't realize that that it's sexism or it's patriarchy kind of stuff but what kind of a different person would I be had I been Been born a a white man a white man yeah you would have been at the top of the food chain and your personal space would would I be hosting a late night show right now (laughs) (laughs) right right but um yeah, but I mean, like the respect that you would get, the def, the def, the assumption of competence. Yes. Versus where, when you're female, and maybe this is less now when you hit the stage, but the first 15 years I was on stage, yep. just culture. It wasn't because of me. It was culturally. It was like, oh god, a woman. Oh, fingers crossed. Like now, it's not like that anymore. Now it's uh, the, there's been enough Though that female. Show at the comics. New York Comedy Club. It was uh, three women in a row, and I saw. And then me. So four women were on that show. So by the time the third woman got up, which I think was you, yeah, I was watching this guy who literally just had this fixed look on his face where he was like, I could almost see the wheel spinning. <laughs> and, it was, and it's an assumption on my part, but I don't think I'm wrong. Because the look on his face was a, is it going to be all women? And, uh, yeah, yeah, it is for a second. It's going to be fine, bro. <laughs> it wasn't. They had a couple guys. The they did have, guy. The highest Alexis, host was a guy, and, and there the, were two other guys, yeah. and there was another guy. There was at it's least four guys, exactly and there were four half. women. Yeah. Fucker. It was good. 
Yeah, the guy was an idiot. By the way, it doesn't mean that I don't like Woody Allen's Waiting for Godot joke. I love it. I love it. It's a I great joke. I remember it. It's, uh, he, he did a joke about how he was cast as God in Waiting for Godot. Yeah. And two weeks before the play came out, he started to live the part. <laughs> he bought a blue suit. He started taking cabs all over New York. Uh-huh. He got in a car accident with a guy, and they said unto him, uh, be fruitful and multiply, which is essentially go fuck yourself, uh, but in 1968 terms. Uh. Anyway, so, but it's, uh, I think there's more to it than that, but it's, a, I mean, it's literally, it's, it's a joke of surgical precision. He was a great a, writer, man. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to watch a movie of his since Hannah and Her Sisters. Oh, I watched Manhattan again recently. Ooh. How was that? Well, he's in, what, 50, in, in perspective. 45 or 50, and Mariel yeah. Hemingway's eight, 19, but looks 13. Oh, Jesus. It's real creepy. Yeah, it's just hard. I yeah. mean, the thing is, is, it's jarring, and you're like, cast somebody else in those plots, and I might I might well, be into it's it. It's just so weird how it didn't you know, one of one of the millions of actresses who wrote about Harvey Weinstein said, and it's like, I agree, like, why is everyone mad now? This has been happening for so long. It's been happening right. to all of us for so long. Why is everyone outraged now? And I, I think I said this before, though. I think it's because we have someone like that in the White House, Donald Trump, and we can't get rid of him. So we're trying to get rid of anybody. It's like, all right, well, fucking Harvey Weinstein's got it. Roger Ailes went. Why Roger Ailes now after all these years of doing that? Why right. did Gretchen Carlson come out now? Why, why but O'Reilly, O'Reilly now after all these years? Like, why now? I still don't completely but understand O'Reilly paid why it's unacceptable now. 23. And, 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 I used to be Well, no, either whatever. But it was it was a large sum of money. But it was we, you to know, one person, yeah. But I feel like the the O'Reilly thing is them trying to take back uh, the power. They're like, no, you can have Ailes, you can have Weinstein. We're gonna keep O'Reilly. Yeah, I mean, like they, he was a huge moneymaker, but he was a moneymaker for that. And he makes money, but he's, it's, a, it's a white privilege thing. Anyway. I think I think that was more about money, but I mean, it's just, oh, really? I, I mean, just culturally, why is it unacceptable? The guy from Amazon has been a dick for a long time, and all of a sudden now he's getting fired. What's the thing that you posted, the tech guy? Who was part Volvo? What was the oh, name there of this? It's called Bungle, like Jungle Bungle. with a V. Yeah, yeah. And he was, his. it was like, all right, first of all, the name of your start, I, I want to stab you to death just because <laughs> your company's named Bungle. I'm so sick of these fucking made-up words. Please stop making up words that sound like words and they're not. It's not a word. Not unless it's funny. But he was a, a rapist, a child rape. It's like, what the fuck is that? Like, that guy gets VC money, but how many women have pitched ideas to the same VCs and not gotten any money? But, oh, yeah, we'll give it to this guy because he looks like he knows what he's doing. Oh, I can't right, take right. it. It is devastating. All right, right, you guys. Bye. uh, Follow us on Twitter, whatever you want. (laughs) Buy our stuff. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.